it's a real talk. I'm with the comedy legend Drew Chappetta. Oh, uh, the legend. Yes. Hi. Hi, Josh. Hi. Hi. Say hi to the ten people that are three are my brother. Uh, hi, Josh's brother. Hi, the <laughs> other nine. I'll get one person to maybe listen. To Let's it go. For five minutes. Yeah, gives a shit. We just it's listened. Practice, yeah. You know? Oh yeah. It's like what the hell? This guy just decided to write a song and it went in one month the sixty-four million whatever. We just took down. We just took in Oliver Anthony's song and uh, what do you say, Drew? What do you got? What do you give me right now? What do you think? I like his beard. Like his beard? Like his beard. Good ginger beard. He just looks like a dude you would fucking run into at like the flea market selling raccoons or something like that. Oh yeah, like <laughs> that haircut is done by himself. Yeah, <laughs> it's hundred percent. There's no yeah. He's just like give me a give me a two on the size, three on the top. Just fucking have at it. Gives a shit. What about the song though? I think it's a good song. Duke can sing. There's some like roughness in his voice. I like the like yeah the, the yeah. It's, it's, I, so this this is an old country song. Like this isn't like I don't like pop country. I can right. listen to like old school. It's like, like mountain music. Yeah, I can, that that I can get on board with. Am I going to listen to this song again? Probably not. No. But <laughs> I, uh, I this just made me go down a rabbit hole. I just listened to like four other new country artists, and everyone comes. Uh, this guy just like writes his own like really raw music, and it's not the best shit ever. But like. I can appreciate how like I can appreciate that more than just like drinking beer on a Friday with my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, fuck that shit. Everyone is saying though that he's like this like new political country singer, mm-hmm. and it's he's just like he was on Rogan already. That's how fast this guy came up. Jesus Christ! Yeah, right. like he's on Rogan going being like, yeah, three weeks ago I was just like you know depressed <laughs> on a farm. And now he's on Rogan, but uh, he's just going like, yeah. People think I'm like right wing. He's like, I just wrote a song like that. I thought like about feelings I thought about. <laughs> like it wasn't yeah. that serious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's like like I. I mean, we're, just, we're so new at this comedy shit, but like I have a god awful abortion joke. But sometimes it's funny. When it works, people, it's great. It is, and yeah. people, and then someone will look at me like, pro life, like. Like, that's not, no, it's just a fucking play on words. That gives a shit, dude. I tow the line of racial to everything. Yeah, I tow that line of like, like, oh, he's racist, and it's like I have to convey it in a way where it's like, do you understand that? Like, I live with black people. Like, like it's yeah. it's a part of my life. <laughs> <sighs> I am, I am black adjacent. That's what I say. I am, yeah. No, I'm neither. <laughs> But uh, so yeah, so Drew Shabetta. This guy, so I actually saw a story. He, I, I didn't even know who this was. I, when you mentioned who he was, I was like, I think it was what I read today that like he was saying that he won't, he canceled a concert already because ticket prices were too high. Yeah. So I, I yeah. Did you watch the whole video about how his uh-uh. friend? So his friend is a plumber, and he's getting him to quit his plumbing job to be his tour manager. <laughs> <laughs> and he and he just agreed to like a random show somewhere without like any negotiations and shit. Yeah, and yeah. um, yeah. So That's like, <laughs> which is like again wholesome, very wholesome. You can't be mad. You can't be mad at the guy. He's like, he literally just keeps going. Hey, we're just we're just trying to figure it out. Yeah, we're no, trying to figure it out down here. It's so sick. Yeah, <sighs> that 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 good for them, man. Something, Allah. How you doing? You got a good dog, Josh. Yeah, she um. She's a part of every podcast. She's going to ring that bell a couple times. What bell? That bell for the door. It means that she's ready to go outside and pee. <laughs> she's already diarrhea twice on our walk to the Overlook and back. Oh, so. hell yeah. 
Yeah, this is uh, an all-time place to live. I, I am very happy with Mount Washington. You don't like far. you don't like driving back up to Cranberry, forty-five minutes or whatever the hell it is at eleven o'clock. At oh night my god, that was so painful. <laughs> now, I, yeah, now I can just you go every everywhere is fifteen minutes, and it's great. Uh so Shabetta, how old are you, man? I turned forty recently. How's I that feel? Thirty was interesting. 30s, 30s were good going in, uh, not good going out. <laughs> okay, now let's let's so let's unpack this, right? Where was Drew Shabetta at twenty eight? Drew Shabetta at twenty eight was in a new relationship, buying a house, working the nine to five, working for the man, playing a lot of golf, yeah, making chicken piccata at night, getting up early, drinking so, coffee. I don't know. Some would say you had it all. I did have a lot of things going well for me. That, but like, hmm. That, that, so did you ever sit back like at 30 and just be like, hmm. Or was there like a, I need to get, get more? Uh, no, that, that, that happened later in like late 30s. Late 30s. I got like 37, 38, I don't know, 36. That's when the depression kind of, kind of came crashing in. Huh. And, uh, took me a while to figure out what the hell that was. And, was it unpacking your like childhood or was it more of like yeah partly unpacking the childhood just a realization of like I'm getting a little older and this is just boring getting up every day dude dude and like like once you start you know you you start going out and like it's like oh I I play golf on a Saturday morning I look used to look forward to that like throughout the week mm-hmm. and you know make the tea times and i'd be the one kind of arranging everything and then it's just like this is the fucking awful it's like this is something i used to like and now it is just okay at best and because it just was a so it was your only release right like you now you have yeah. like multiple ways you know i think so yeah i think so because i'm actually i don't know i feel like i'm doing something rather than just just you know, biding my time until whatever happens down the road. So you think golf was just kind of like like you creating space from your like monotonous life, but then that became the monotony. Yes. Wow. I mean, it's g- golf became a golf. Uh, I mean, I'm a competitive guy. Like mm-hmm. I played, so I played baseball. I played baseball in college. Very good baseball player. Very good. Uh, um. They didn't, you know, play, almost got drafted, whatever. Um, and then just immediately uh, tore my tore my uh, labrum in, in college. Is that TJ's? So, is that Tommy John's? Is, the elbow? No, that's the elbow. Okay. The the labrum. That's is, a big one too, right? It's a, it's a shorter thing. And once you do it, it's kind of like you're fucked. Unless you're already a, a, a superstar that could probably, you know, rehab a muscle tear is just death for a, a baseball player in their shoulder. Fascinating, right? That it happens to everyone eventually, to any pitcher, right? Oh, You're a 100%. pitcher, right? I was a pitcher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's still tore. Like I never got surgery or anything like that. I can still throw. It mm-hmm. doesn't affect me. I just can't throw with any sort of velocity. Or if I throw, throw, do you think you throw like a seventy mile per hour fastball right now? Dude, I no. <laughs> I <don't> think <laughs> I can. No, I got. I did get on the. I did get on the the gun. Again, like I was got like, I got on, on the radar. Guy. <laughs> I got so on the, funny. yeah, that's <laughs> really, yeah, I've got, like, yeah. The scout pulls out a gun. He also pulled out his radar detector. Um, he, he they, they, I, I went back for an alumni game when I was like, I don't know, it's like 13, 12, 13 years ago. Got up to, got up to seventy five. Pitched one inning, got to seventy five. Struck out some freshmen. Oh, that felt good. 
It felt they so good. Basically striking out children. Yeah. And also, I should make mention, I played Division Three baseball. It's okay. It's yeah. It is. It is. It's like at best club baseball at like a big school big college. It's 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 like thirteenth grade. I mean, what was uh, your fastball at that peak? I was like an eighty-two to eighty-seven guy. I mean, that's yeah. I could throw a ball past people in Division Three. Yeah, but once I played and I, I would play summer ball and and uh, would play against um, like some D one guys and crank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can't throw the ball past anybody. Uh, at, at that sort of what what level. mile per hour fastball gets you like automatic look at the MLB? It's like ninety five. You throw ninety five. It's got, at so I you know I don't pay enough attention to it any longer. Um, back in my day, back in my day, ninety would be that number. As a lefty, eighty eighty five to ninety, you would get picked up. Um, that's so so you so you actually had a, a fast fucking. Ball. Oh yeah, and I had I had and I had all the breaking pitches, slider, cutter, change up that mm-hmm. would just just make people look dumb. So, it was so fun. W- what stopped you from going D one? I wanted to play right away. I didn't play much in high school actually. Okay. Like I, I didn't get I didn't uh I, I, I could have went to like Penn State or something like that. There were some places that like I I, I almost did I wish I actually go go if I went back to do it again I would go to Penn State. But I wasn't gonna play right away. I started right away when I went to. So you you're like a big, uh, like late to the party type of guy. A hundred percent. Like that yeah. golf. Yeah, I don't. Comedy. <laughs> I mean, no, I, but I, like, because you're not bad at anything. But it's just like it's great <laughs> that like you're just always like, yeah, you know. I mean, I lost my virginity at like 23. So. <laughs> I'm, Holy I'm, shit! <laughs> if you ever have a special, can you call it late to the party, please, for me? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, man. After after baseball, I started playing golf, and then started getting better at golf, and then you plateau at that. And I was like, okay, what else do I need to do? It's like anything, right? Because then you, I always come to this too. Is in my life, was, I always do something until the point where it's like you have to overcommit and be obsessed. And like, thank God, comedy is that. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like I just need to. Do, I I always need to do more. Like, I need to become more obsessed, and it's slowly working and getting breaking past that threshold that i've always had like i have a blue belt in brazilian brazilian jiu-jitsu somehow <laughs> i could have like like i could have keep go- i should have kept going because i would have easily been a purple belt now yeah now i can't probably even beat a white belt um why'd you shut that down i lost my job and it was 160 a month that'll do it yeah and um just kind of i was depressed from losing my job that kind of hurt uh that hurt a lot of like i was just so wrapped up my family kind of um Put a lot of pressure on me from losing my job at 28, 27, 28. And like, I, like I went to a therapist and they just go, uh, she just goes, Hey, just take like a few months and like, you know, grieve a little, like this is a big moment in like your life because yeah. I always wanted to be like a CFO. Yeah. I always thought that I could be that guy. And I, I have the, the talent to do that in a, in a business setting. But ever since that, I broke the other way. And but like yeah. I needed that that grievance because if I just jump back into another job I'd probably still be hating myself. So you 100 percent would be. Yeah, I mean I still have a corporate job, but like I don't have the like my heart isn't in it. Like like I don't take it personally as much. It now, I used to take everything personally, and now it's like once every three months I'm like, why did why did they do that to me? That hurts, and now I'm like, that doesn't. 
I just keep going. It's, it's, sometimes getting older is, is okay because you realize that shit doesn't really. It's not important. Yeah. Well, <laughs> also, it's just the different ways of getting like boxed out of like promotions and stuff. Like currently, I feel like I'm in the favor list. This could be wild, but currently, I feel in a position of uh, like I'm purposely not put on very important things or in the weeds and a lot of things because they don't want to give me the power to get promoted. Because mm. my my peers and my boss, uh, I, I feel like they're a little bit like threatened by like what I know. So, and that's how your podcasting equipment works. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, it, if they ever get into this, good luck, dude. It's fine. <laughs> I'll talk to him about. It. I'll be like, hey, this is this is what I, I've been feeling. So you should uh, take that in. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, I was in public accounting for three and a half years, and six months into that job, I I'm very I'm very perceptive. So like you know, I'm walking around talking to people, just seeing how they're feeling, and everyone was so fucking miserable during busy season. Like le- we would all leave at like seven or eight o'clock at night from the office, uh, you know, completely drained. Then those guys would like go like shower, eat, start drinking, and then get back on for even a couple more hours and yeah. just. You know, 80, 80 hours a week these guys are putting in, mm-hmm. and I took a I took another I took an interview like six months in. And I was like, I I can't do this, but then I I just stuck with it, and then I ended up breaking down in a hotel room in West Virginia <laughs> with no cell service. I was just in a shower, just like, <laughs> why is this happening to me? And then I quit that job, went to UPMC. That place sucks. I hope that whole building burns down. If it happens, it wasn't me. And then. Uh, got my current job now, which is chill. Like I had to work from home, but yeah, yeah. That's the, there, there. You go, dude. There's my resume. I'm happy to hear it, dude. I, <laughs> my 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 ex was a. I know all about that public accounting world. It's. I don't know how how anybody can do it. You have to love it, and I do miss it. There's a lot of things that come with that job, like the camaraderie. It's the camaraderie. Yeah, pizza parties. The boss throw you pizza parties. No, you're in the shit. Like, because, like, everyone's overworked, right? And yeah. you're going to go sit in this audit room for 12 hours with these same people yeah. every day. Like, I, I was on a job for two months. So we're just in different audit rooms in different buildings yeah. in the same, like, organization for two months. And we're just, we're getting to know each other. You know, we're going to get each other food. Like, you know, hey, grab me that. Yeah. We, we we would buy, like, because we would, we don't have the time to spend any money. So we'd buy like two, three hundred dollars worth of like really expensive coffee and just bring in a coffee maker and make yeah, it. Yeah. Talk about eating ass. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. it was just good times. Those are some of my like good <laughs> friends, like work friends. Yeah. I, uh, you don't get that like mm-hmm. in normal corporate. No. And so the, you know, I, I started a, uh, took some time off last year, just took a sabbatical, sabbatical, sabbatical. That's how I met you. Uh, yeah, and yeah. You, 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 That's how this problem started. <laughs> you, uh, uh, yeah. I came, I came, charging into open mics. Like, hey, I just quit my job, broke up with my girlfriend, sold my house, and that was in thirty-eight. And that was it. That was at thirty-eight. Yeah. So, so yeah, twenty-eight. You got like almost the white picket fence, like, dude. The whole. So at what age, like what year, what age did it break? Like start like going, like like in hindsight, because obviously in it you probably didn't realize it until it was too late. That's usually how things happen. 
Yeah, I mean, it just, I, I just, the, I'm not an easy person to live with is you also either, part of it. <laughs> like, like, I mean, even if I was feeling okay and not miserable and uh, my ex probably still would have been like, yeah, that's enough. Um, <laughs> there's only, she can only like do my laundry and like pick up my socks I leave on the floor so many times. Um, there's pants. Like, yeah, it's, I, it's <laughs> I, I've I've gone back to full college mode living in my in my place now. It's uh it is <laughs> so it's so hilarious. Like your your girlfriend's like, oh, we should clean up for for Drew. We have to clean up for Drew. Like this is the cleanest place I've been in. Yeah, she <laughs> she mopped the kitchen over there because there was wax everywhere, yeah. and I was like, Drew would just walk through that. Yeah, I wouldn't give a shit. I that, also a- everyone understands like hustle. And you walk through my kitchen, you see the hustle. Like, you see all the supplies and shit yeah. everywhere. So you're like, how can you hate on that? Yeah, it's a place people live. It's fine, you yeah. know? Well, um, my, my, my ex didn't see it that way, but that's, that's all right. So, what, so, yeah, so how far into the, the decade of, of, of did, it, did it break? It just started. Don't tell me 29, and you guys held on for nine years. Oh, no. It, it probably, I mean, so, like, we did the whole therapy thing and all that Ooh. stuff for a while, couples therapy. Uh, is it as bad as people was, say it is? Did you, find, did you find it helpful? Well, it's helpful because it made me realize that, oh, this isn't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, that's, the, that's the problem with it. Like, like it, it, so I would have kept, I, I ended up, it, 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 couples therapy, what ended up happening so is that it became therapy for me. And that's when it was like, uh, oh, I realized you. like, and, and it was, it was like, okay, I need to go see my own therapist. And I start talking to my own therapist. And it's like, once you start admitting things and realizing things, it's just like, like, oh, well, shit. I, I would love to have stayed with her and you know, did have a good, good thing going on. And, you know, for most people, it would have been the, been great. Yeah. But, um, it just made me made me realize, like, okay, you feel better about yourself, but then it's also like, oh shit. So, do I you gotta... think that if you had therapy for like say two to three years, bef- like during your relationship, you'd still be with her? Probably not. Okay. Okay. Well, then, so yeah, so then it's never going to work anyway. They just never was going to work anyway. But it still sucks looking back and was like, gosh, shit, waste. The- well, then waste time, but it's, right. it's yeah, but you learned like a lot. Learned- yeah. You just put a lot of time in with somebody and set up things in your life in a way that's like, God, it sucks to tear this down. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel that like every time I go to sleep, because this is like new, it's like two and a half years. It's not really, I guess, that new, but it's still pretty fresh. You know, like we're very much like building this thing together, as you can see, a bunch of wax behind you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, very supportive person with stand-up and stuff. And for whatever reason this would end and I have to deal with someone who doesn't like stand up or like who doesn't support you. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, yeah. not like I would stay with that person anyway, because of how good I have it now. I'd probably yeah. never, um, I'd probably never cave into that. Like that's probably like a, like if, like if you don't support my hobbies or like my life, like why would I be with you? You know what I mean? So, well, that's the most important thing. That, is it's supporting the other. That's the first time, the first week of doing comedy. I came, came, she came back home. She was away. And uh, I, I was still with her for like the first couple of weeks mm-hmm. of doing comedy, and she is working, you know, busy season for her at her place. And uh, I come upstairs, and she's just like, um, "So, are you gonna do this every night, or is this just a hobby?" I'm like, "Oh, the fuck! I've nothing else to do." It's it's like, why do you care at this point? Yeah, <laughs> I, 
like, uh, just let me let me enjoy myself for for crying out loud. But you know, whatever. She actually like I I would argue pushed me into it a little bit just because we were dating for about four-ish months and then I just kept like I, I always said it I was I always wanted to do stand up. I did like three open mics in 2018 and then had that corporate hypnotism of like ah well, you know, whatever, whatever yeah, yeah. and then just push it push it and then that whole break with UPMC, you know, I I was like fuck it. And she was like, "Yeah, you should definitely try it." And then yeah. she found out how much I loved it. And then she, and I'm like, "I'm never quitting." And she goes, "I know. Like, it's it's okay." So, what made you finally decide to get up? I mean, other than her pushing you, like in, in 2018, you went and did some mics. Like, what drew so, you to start doing it? I was the guy that always needed the friend to like do something with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like. I've always so this is like a bad part of my personality is if I'm alone at night. I I can't like barely fall asleep. I have to sleep with the TV on because I would always have a friend with me from like ninth grade until 21, 22. There was someone in my college dorm room, you know, roommate yeah. or uh, all through high school. I had a friend stay over every night during the week. Like we would just go to school together. They just get on my bus. My parents just allowed it to happen. My best bud. I don't get to see that much. We play games a yeah. good bit though. His name's Hunter. He his, his his family life wasn't that great, and and like he stayed over all weekend one weekend, and then we were just like, why would we, why would we end this? Like you should get, like yeah, just come back over, home. dude. And I looked at my mom and my dad. I was like, hey, can Hunter stay over like tonight? And it was a Monday. They're like, it's a school now. I'm like, we could just go to school. He ride he rode my bus. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, they were like, okay. And then Monday turned into Tuesday, Wednesday. He would just go home and do laundry, and then just come <laughs> back. And I think it was actually 10th grade on ninth grade. And then that snowballed into every night. My buddy Meatball, who's eventually going to produce this video podcast for me. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. One day when he gets his shift change. But uh, he oh, all the, Yeah, my buddy Meatball, junior year, because he graduated senior year, freshman, sophomore year of like college, which was like community college, every night on my couch. Every single night. Like we would work at the same pizza shop. Uh, in college, it would be like I'd go to school. He would just sleep. My parents would just leave him there sleeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then I would get back from college. We opened three at the store, so like we, we he, I'd wake him up. He'd like get a shower at my place, and then yeah. we would just drive into the store together. And he would go deliver, and I'd like sit in there make pizzas. It's so silly. Like, <laughs> so like when, when I when I'm alone, like mm-hmm. like like I've never had to live alone. It's, it's a, I'm terrified of that. It's first time I'm doing it. Is it, I it but you're used to it now, I'm assuming. Yeah, right? it's fine. It doesn't bug. Whatever. I'd rather live with somebody, to be honest with you. Um, would rather live alone or would rather live with somebody? With somebody. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's just better to have somebody around. I don't know. But I, I when I was in college, I used to... It's funny, because I, I dig your friend, because I would go and sleep on my neighbor's couch all the time. I would use their microwave to heat my Campbell's Chunky Soup. Yeah, man. I... <laughs> I don't know why I just wouldn't do I would just stay over there for some dumb fucking reason I have this vivid picture in my head of like cause he, he just brought his Xbox over he's like I'm just leaving it here so I my parents had this like game room and like I had a, I had like a really small bedroom and I like was like turning this big fucking dude and I was like hey can I like 
move my bed downstairs into the game room, which it had two TVs and this big couch. Like I was like, this couch is beat up. It's like, let's throw it away. Let's put a bed in there. I'll, I'll buy another couch with my pizza money. Whatever. I come back from church camp and they have it down there. And I'm like, this is fucking amazing. So I have this memory of my brother on the big TV, my buddy Meatball on the small TV. And then I had like a monitor, like kind of like this with my Xbox. And we were all playing FIFA. Oh, dude. Just vibing. Yeah. Oh, or rock band. To just a four-person rock. Like, I had rock band. Every- I had a band, dude. I had a legitimate <laughs> band for rock band yeah. every single night. Yeah. Good times, man. Ugh, yeah, I could go old. back. I could, I mean, think about, like, the best times that I had as a, as a kid, man. Just playing GoldenEye on N64. Just I miss that wave. Slamming Cokes. Really? Yeah, so mine was. Yeah, uh, you're young. You're How, how old four, are you? 31. Oh, fuck. All right. I thought we were a little closer. Yeah, yeah COD 4 is my. Uh, Call of Duty Four is my my like as your first yeah. yeah yeah like we had six like is there six people teams oh you played COD I'm sure uh, no I was a Halo guy okay well Call of Duty was six six person team and we would have six people in my basement with with yeah. TVs and yeah. it would be 170 degrees yeah. just sweating slamming Mountain Dews yeah. Goldeneye I played it twice and I was like I, I N64 like my hands I just because I was a PlayStation guy I was like this yeah because it's got the I was the like this is weird yeah, yeah. yeah I haven't played it and who knows alright we uh, this is what I love about podcasting is <laughs> we go off track yeah I don't even it's know great. what we were yeah whatever. so so wh- where what year did it did the the, the story arc of Shibeta break we didn't get we didn't pick a, pick a so, year so you know what I had some had some mental health issues pre-pandemic man talk about going into it did you go did you could you have you started could you imagine that that's a crazy thing to think about is that you started realizing that you had mental health problems going into a very strenuous mental health situation (laughs) yeah that's like a mountain dude (laughs) yeah but but here's the thing is the pandemic the first year like 2020 was actually one of the best fucking years i've (laughs) I had so much fun. It's why I seriously did because it was still like I, I, I had I had been working in a job for a while that like it was on cruise control. I was at home. I loved to cook. I'd be, you know, marinating my food yeah. during the day, like, you know, and, and could do all that stuff when you're at home. My golf, the place I would play golf at, every other place was closed. You know, like all the country clubs. Yeah, a very so nice like, Republican country club. Very oh. nice Republican, but it's in Penn Hills, and so all the other places like Fox Chapel and Oakmont, where yeah. they can be seen by the road, and all the like, nebby women, whatever anybody out there, whomever is calling. So police would come and take golfers off the golf course. Holy shit! We're in Penn Hills. There's no snitches. <laughs> COVID's nuts. In COVID's Penn Hills. Was nuts. Dude, COVID was crazy. There were literally cops. Take you're outside. Yeah, they were you taken off distanced. the course. Yeah, and it's hilarious when you go back and think about it now. Is like I, I remember there would be kids or like people, um, you know, there's we had, uh, caddies at times, and like when they allowed to bring caddies again, yeah. you know, you'd have kids with like rubber gloves on, and like you couldn't, like you couldn't touch the flag stick. It's like wild to think about that. Those, think about that because it was like it's gonna be three, four years. It's gonna yeah. be four years. Did that those first like few weeks were nuts mentally because you were just like can i go grocery shopping like what the fuck my dad oh, had, i was scared to death my dad had a heart attack yeah because i thought it was the end of the world i was like this yeah. is it my dad had a heart attack end of february 
And I remember like them. I was like talking to them. I was like, Hey, like this COVID thing's like getting pretty crazy in China. And they're like, ah, like whatever. And I'm like, no, like, you know, you better be careful just because you just had a heart attack. Your immune system's probably fucked. And, uh, I remember walking out of an elevator and, you know, they would just have masks just for anybody. Yeah. I grabbed a handful of them and put them in my pocket. I was yeah. like, I'm going to need these later. Yeah. And then as soon as everything popped off, my mom was like, what? Ah. I lived with her at the time. Yeah. I lived with my mom until I was 29. This is six. That's it's great, how you good save living. money for podcast equipment. It's how you just blow through all of your money and have good times. <laughs> that was my 20s. Um, but yeah, she was like, what are we going to do? I'm like, got the masks. <laughs> But, yeah, I remember going to a shop and save, and we're just, everyone's just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, we're all, everyone's just so far, six feet away from each other, and we're all just kind of like, almost shaking. <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We went through that. It was fun. Good times. I mean, we, we did the whole, everything got delivered, and just, I never. I, you two, you two, yeah, I could imagine how much, how much the, the Shabettas were bringing in. That was that's probably good times. I bet you I bet you bought some like random dumb shit during COVID. Just was like, ah, we're just sitting in here. Uh, Did you buy yeah. a new TV. Uh, yeah, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. We we put one in the put the one in the bedroom and then put another one upstairs. But the TV. Well, because you didn't like each other, so you need to be away from each other. Mm, needed, yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing I missed the most is she would she would scratch my back at night at times. That's actually the only thing I miss. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> That that is like, so so, <laughs> dude, it's it's huge for me. So in the Bahamas, in the Bahamas, you want to you wanna sleep over tonight and you yeah, just scratch my back, yeah. If my girlfriend was here, I'd be like, "Yo, scratch his <laughs> back right now." He needs this. He needs this. But um, she calls it slackness. I don't know if that's like a Bahamas term or something like that. Uh-huh. But she goes, "You love." She goes, "You like slackness, bad man." Like she'll say stuff like that to me. Like slackness is like when you like your head scratched or your back oh. scratched. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, so she'll be just like, you love slackness. I absolutely. I I love slackness. Huge I, fan. Uh, yeah. Anybody wants to, any any woman wants to scratch the top of my head for hours, I'd be screw only fans. Like I can't. Like just so, dude, you could, I, I'd probably pay. Yeah, I'd probably pay someone like thirty, forty for for an hour. It's <laughs> just straight slackness and conversation. I think that's why I like uh, dogs so much is because I like I relate to their love of slackness also she's uh yeah i turned her into like a love bug like she won't like sit on your lap or like try to you know come up and cuddle but she'll take a pet any day of the week yeah see i'm not so bad huh nala just a guard dog that's all it is just garden she's that's so so covid so about so so like 36 started a turn yeah basically this is four or five years of of there was like some some ups and downs pre-pandemic, but um, it, it, it yeah, it wasn't until like 2021 realizing hmm. like I, I changed a job, I, I moved into a different job, and and uh, the just the work from home thing became like I basically I had so many distractions and just an incapability of completing anything. You know, you factor. And all of a sudden, an inability to accomplish things you used to be able to accomplish, mm-hmm. an unsatisfactory relationship. Uh, all of a sudden, it's like golf doesn't become fun. Nothing. Yeah, just, golf is good. No, it yeah, just yeah. It sucks. Yeah, I get it's it. It's yeah. like it is. It's a weird, weird uh, 
feeling to all of a sudden have happen to you. But yeah, you there's know. there's honestly nothing like it. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's not. I I was reading a thing. I was reading like a Reddit Reddit thing. It was it was like, you know, people who've had depression describe what it's like for people who haven't had it, mm-hmm. and it's just like this feeling like so imagine like you go and have like do the thing you love to do right and go outside go see friends you have some drinks you're having a good time you're you know you go to to some you know party later that night or you do cook whatever whatever stuff it is you like to do and like you come home and you're like wow that was i had a great time today it was great hanging out with everybody and doing everything um if i had the best possible day it was just like okay right just it was a another day and it it just it's weird to all of a sudden like just not give a shit about the things you used to like it 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 is it is the weird is the weirdest uh mental illness that you could like one of me obviously can have way worse ones but like the one that anyone can just get at any point uh for me I was dating this chick who had depression and I was just like, yeah, I just don't get it. But like, it's because I was in my shit still. Mm-hmm. Like, I, cause like when you're like, I always say like when you're in the issues, you're fine because you're just so used to them. So you're like this weird, happy after I broke up with her, like went to college and then also like my parents, like got divorced and stuff. And like, I don't, I don't like, I'm not, wasn't like a child about it, but it was still weird. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like seeing that split is just, it's just like I'm very analytical and like seeing them like go through their problems uh, definitely sent me for a spiral mm-hmm. for like uh, probably like a decade. Yeah. And I mean, I'm never going to take anything for it unless like my girlfriend dies and like I need it. But like that would th- that's what it would take. Like, But because right now I'm, I'm like managing it mm-hmm. via processing like I'm just so analytical. I'm just going through it constantly. Meditation therapy helps. I love therapy. I I've I've messed up many times by not staying on my meds, and mm-hmm. now at this point, like if I were to, I actually did this recently, and I I'm just went away for two days, two nights, up to my dad's, and realized when I got there, like oh, I forgot my my uh, happy pills, my happy pills, and <laughs> it's not, and I'm like I can't do that ever again, like it. It was weird. Started to get a little shaky. Shaky felt like I. Uh, are you on SSRIs or what's already on? Effexor. Uh, okay, I have no idea what that is. It is Effector. not an SSRI. It's an SNRI. Anyways, I don't know. He gave it to me because the other stuff I had made my 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 wiener not get hard any longer. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was worried. SSRIs <laughs> are the wieners. It, yeah. When you when you have high blood pressure and uh, take a uh, take a. a brain pill it there's no blood flow down there's there. no blood flow down it's all there, good you know <laughs> it's going no, it's just like, <laughs> did you ever try taking a viagra on all of that or any sort uh of i recently went into that <laughs> is it good times i have never taken one it's it seemed to work okay yeah. Yeah. blue chew <laughs> just get a sponsor by dude you know who, you know who like honestly because i listened to uh i listened to uh we might be drunk in tuesdays mm-hmm. with stories of course, of course. And yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. mark norman just like pops a blue chew he's talked i've heard him talk about it a million times like yeah good enough for a dumb shit 40 year old or 39 however old mark norman is I'm like oh yeah why not me why not me yeah i maybe yeah because i got the high blood pressure too so all i need is a depression pill to really 
really just ta- seal the deal. Boners. Yeah, <laughs> tame these boners. Uh, you know what? You know, you know. Speaking of boners, uh, morning wood was a thing. <laughs> Like I don't get it as much. I've never haven't had it. it you never had. It, no, I've had. Yeah. Oh no, dude! I used to every yeah, day. Was yeah, and it would be like to, to the point that it's like painful. It's yeah, like, you're Jesus. like yeah, you're peeing weird in the morning because your your dick is just yeah raging. Haven't <laughs> I can walk it up one in, in a minute? So dude. I had one like a week ago. Oh, congratulations! Thank you. And my girlfriend like rolled over my bed and she tried to be funny and she touched it and she went oh and I'm like. It, it's morning wood. It's a different type of wood. It's not the same. Yeah, but you know what? Hey, we uh, let's, let's, let's take care of it. I can't. Say, right? <laughs> I was so surprised. <laughs> I'm a I'm a big sex act at night. I can't during the day it makes it tough. It's the light. I can't deal with the light. I can't uh, stand yeah, seeing myself. Missionary in the dark. Yeah, not not dark, but like <laughs> I I like a nice like glow of the orange street lights. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but <laughs> but um or like a nice little light, but not. Not the sun, because I'm in the sun, and I know what my body looks like. I'm very self-aware, and it's sad. Self-awareness is okay. Yeah, except when you're trying to be cool in bed. Then, <laughs> and then it's not okay. It's like, why are you huffing and puffing? I'm like, I'm fat, okay? <laughs> like, just, just leave me alone. <laughs> oh, shit. Man. Yeah, so then you just... Th- th- why? So did she... So have you talked to her ever again? We... Yeah, we broke up last January, so almost two years ago now. And we, I mean, shit. I, I mean, even after we broke up, I still <laughs> stayed in bed with. I still we still slept in the same bed for a while. That's we weird. we after we sold the house and had been broken up for a couple months at this point. I still didn't have my place yet for a week, so I just stayed at her new apartment. Uh, we, at least she was like nice about yeah, it. Yeah, she was nice about it, and and then and then um, I became kind of a pain in the ass. Uh, so now we don't talk any longer uh, at this at this point. I uh, yeah, that's all right. Think this is so this is, this is a weird question. You think you'll be like getting the invite to the wedding or whatever? Well, of course not. No. Okay. No, she did what she did though, and and uh, I'm gonna go back. I haven't been you know playing any golf this year uh but she plays golf she's she's a very good golfer actually so um we had been on the same membership together even though we weren't married they had kind of like this significant other sort of thing yeah yeah Yeah. um so she ended up joining her herself so it's like she yeah so so when i go back and i plan to Mm -hmm. uh uh i'll be seeing her and all sorts of all sorts of stuff Nice. I'll be bringing my bringing my dates to the to the whatever parties. I don't know. Well, I'm sure she. I'm sure she got a man. I'm sure. It's I'm all... sure she's doing her own whatever I mean, she's she's up to. I know she's happy. I know she's happy. Last time I talked to her, however many months back, six months ago. I mean, she's she's doing good. So and you're doing good. I remember you telling me you like like there was like this January you were like I'm or no December it was like having a rough time and then like four months later I was like hey how are you you're like kind of do good yeah yeah and i still have down spots as well of course now oh but, dude i had such a bad day two days ago yeah it's yeah. Th- this year has been has been this summer's been good which thankful for that summer shit. of drew dude summer of drew man just doing my doing my thing working <laughs> the thing is last year would have been a better year to be feeling better about myself when i wasn't working and 
and just having a party essentially. Well, that's kind of the. I think that that doesn't help because like I I went through it too of not having a job. It doesn't it doesn't help your depression to just be like doing nothing all day. You know, like you're just sitting in it working. You can at least you can still think about. You'd be like, well, now I have this assignment. Yeah, I have a commute. Yeah, and then before you think, like even think about it, like you work today, you came over here, we're gonna go do a mic. Like before you know, you're gonna be in bed. It's kind of like it's more fast paced. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're, we could be just as sad, but you don't think about it. Yeah, no, maybe I don't know. I, I, obviously not just as sad. But yeah, maybe, but like, yeah, it's um. Hang on, I gotta tickle. It's okay, tickle it up. I always. <laughs> But I'm I'm a full subscriber of staying busy keeps the depression away. Uh, eh, no. Oh no. Maybe my blind illusion keeps I, the depression <laughs> away. I think that's I, what it is. I I don't know. I it, I don't think staying busy helps. There's nothing that helps keep it away. Then maybe Other, I I didn't get too deep. Maybe I maybe I like like dipped a toe into the deep end of the depression pool, but I didn't go like all the way maybe that was it too i mean when it gets bad because my because the thing is it runs in my family like yeah my mom uh dealt with like massive massive depression okay like, like from psychiatric... postpartum or no 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 like older older so when, that... when like i so probably around my age oh okay now that i think about it like I, how she would have been was 25 plus 18 uh, that is forty-three. Yeah, five-ish years. That's good. Yeah. That's a. It's definitely an average bell curve thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but, plus or minus five. But and she, many many years of not handling it a, a good way, and us not knowing what to do. It's not like you know anything. Like you didn't even know what. Yeah, especially especially back then, dude. I didn't Holy know cow. what depression even was at that point. Like that was like. It's like why are you sad? Yeah, it just doesn't. <laughs> it just doesn't. Even like. Five, even like however many years back, like you know, another buddy who, who deals with it, um, and you know when first start realizing like, oh, he canceled late on like this trip we were taking. Mm -hmm. It's like he just, and it's just like what I, I, it didn't even make it didn't make sense to me. And it's like at this, and I even got like mad. Like I would even get like, like annoyed in a way. Like dude, just. And, and we're gonna like, have fun. Yeah, like what's like yeah. just you feeling just, bad? Let's yeah, go have fun. Let's go have fun. And it doesn't. Yeah. You're a casino guy, and it, that's like the dumbest thing to tell somebody. Oh yeah. it is a, it's like it's it's like telling it's like telling your dog to go. I don't know. I can make some scrambled eggs. Like it's just an impossibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't. I remember so. The the peak of my depression was jobless, going into the holidays. Holidays are always rough for me. I always mm-hmm. need therapy before and after because I know I remember what my family was and now and what they are now. I had like what I call youthful ignorance, mm-hmm. where like I thought that as a kid, and I still have this of like everything was awesome. Our family was like so together. It's all great, which it was more together. But like they still had shit going on. I was just a child. Like I'm sure there was points like different holidays where you know my aunt and my mom weren't talking. I just didn't know because I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but like now I have that, and then also every time when I was unemployed, I'd go home. It was always like, D- 
Did you find a job yet? When are you going to find a job? How are you going to make any money? You're this you're old. You're still living. And it just was snowball. So I played World of Warcraft before I did stand up yeah. hardcore. Like, like I got cutting edge, which is like a huge thing. It's like 0.1% of all gamers can get that every tier. It's every time they release a new expansion, there's a raid. I was in one of the groups of like that could actually complete it. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Uh, uh, so I was a good gamer. The only thing that makes me impressed by that is the fact that I do have a decent understanding of how percentages work. Yeah. And 0.1% is a high. I wouldn't say. I mean, yeah, I would say it's, it's definitely at least 1% and above because there's like, uh, we're going to dork out. There's three levels of like, there's a raid. There's three levels of the raid. There's normal, heroic, and mythic. And mythic is like the hardest. Like if you, it, it's like a dance. If all of us aren't doing the thing that we're supposed to do, our job and moving a certain way, one person steps out, you're dead instantly. Like it's not really, there's like some survivability, but there's not really. So we would do this dance over and over again, 12 different ones and, you know, get gear, gear up and like complete this thing together. It's 20 of us. It's crazy. Yeah. 12, 12 hours a week. Mandatory. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so where do, is World of Warcraft? Is that the Leroy Jenkins thing? Yes. Yeah. That. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> South Park, the whole uh, Sword of a Thousand Truths. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Amazing game. Oh, like, hell yeah. Like my, I, fr- my friend's still trying to get me back into it because he plays a good bit still. Uh-huh. And I was like, dude, I, I can't. I can't. I got to go do stand up. Like I even refunded my subscription. I, I just got it like on Sunday. I was watching football. I was like, I can get up there and level a few levels, like kill some, you know, boars or whatever. And then I was like, I should write a fucking joke or something. Yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah write a joke. But they, what they've done now to double down on like making money and um, making the player base stay is they're releasing the old stuff, but updated for 2023 in like slow expansions again. So I can play the expansion I played as a, a senior in high school. Like the, my favorite raid of all time comes out in like four months again, but updated. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that'd be so juicy to get back in there and play with the boys. But then I'm like, I I put I sunk like hundreds of hours into World of Warcraft while unemployed. And I'm like, I, I can't. It, it's a it's a time suck. It's the I I I find myself I, I the only video game I play is I play a I play a golf video game, but I don't actually play golf. PGA, I just des- yeah, PGA two K twenty three. I just design golf courses. That's fun. You just get stoned. I just get I just get stoned. <laughs> I listen to a podcast and like I you know big TV in front of me and it's so realistic. It's like you're there. It's like you're walking around like yeah. the shores of Oregon or something like that. Like I could just moving see, land. I could just see you like licking your lips and like squinting your eyes and go. There could be a bunker there. Oh, 100 percent. Oh, dude, you make the get get the land all moving around and like you put in some water and stuff like then you then you kind of route the golf course and you kind of see. Oh, look at Do the you old. play it then at least once? Pre- yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, most of the times I don't even finish them. Hmm. That's, a, so that's another issue. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's like a it's like. Yeah, I mean, I actually think about how the fact that anybody even finishes something like at what point do you stop finish like finish a painting? Like when is the joke ever finished? It's never finished, um, but you have to somehow finish this thing and just be like, there's an infinite amount of variations of how you could, tr- right, change one little thing and the, and and at what point do you say, oh, I'm just gonna publish it? When it when it comes to at least a joke, it's like 
when I think that my other jokes are just better than that joke, and I'm like, I'm ne- that joke is so bad, I'm never gonna like, I can't wait to like never say it again. Like my hotness scale Pittsburgh seven yeah. stupid ass joke. <laughs> Solid gets a laugh, but like, I can't wait to dump it, dude. Yeah, can't wait to dump it. Yeah, like, and one day I will. But then again, it's always it always comes in handy to have that joke because I went to, uh, like Louis show, mm-hmm. and I was seeing like we were all fucking like, like it was a rough show. But Louis great by the way. Louis and his band are fucking phenomenal. Abstract mm-hmm. Theory. I it was so impressed by that album. Um, but I was just seeing how it was going, and I was like, I was just like, I'm gonna do just some, just some new stuff. Let's just do new stuff for five minutes. And then I got up there and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do that Pittsburgh Seven thing." And that was the only thing that went well. I did like the storming the Capitol stuff, which actually works and it's fun and it's good. Like it's it's like who I am, where I'm from, and shit. And uh, I wasn't there, by the way. I was gonna say that sounded, that sounded that. like like a hard a- admission yeah. right there. Yeah, <laughs> I was not there. Um, I watched it happen though live on TV and it was hilarious. Uh, but um, yeah. So like, where was I going with this? But, like, what sucks is, like, that joke, like, I was literally saying it, and I was like, it sucks that this works, and the other thing, like, like it's not going to. But, and it's like, that's the joke I want to delete from my set, but it's, like, fun and light and stupid, and it works, like, it gets a laugh. Yeah. <sighs> I, 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 Frustration. I, I, I don't know that, I mean, if anybody, any of us actually figure out how to eventually do stand-up comedy, I'll be shocked. <laughs> I mean, I'm so much better than I was two years ago. I, like, Me too. It's crazy. Yeah. I didn't. I, and I thought that I knew stuff. Then now that now I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> like I was such a fucking idiot. The only thing that, and, and part of my thought in doing it is because, you know, I've, I've listened to a, a million um, podcasts like comedy podcasts. Yeah. Just listen to comics. Just, sh- sh- you know, shoot the shit all the Netflix specials I watched and, and whatever, but um, just like hearing, I don't know who said it or I've heard it multiple times, but it's like, there's so many people who were great comics that aren't doing it any longer just cause mm-hmm. they just didn't keep doing it for whatever reason yep. or they never got big or anything. So they just like, ah, I'm going to do something else. Um, and the people that end up making it are just the people who just kept doing it. And that's, <laughs> like, yeah. And you know, like, and like there, and there's like comics like I forget. Um, I, I was telling someone I was like, there's people who do JFL and never make it. They like just for laughs in Toronto, like the like the big. I mean, I probably it's not, not as big, but it's like, you know, some of the greatest people have done JFL, mm-hmm. and there's some people that do JFL have a good set, but never become anything. Never become a road comic. They just go home. You know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. this there's this level of like, there's a potential of never making it. So like, but then again, I'm in the bucket of like, well, I'm most likely never going to make it. So who gives a shit? Let's keep doing it type of. That's probably the right approach to take. That's actually curiously how you play your best round of golf. Yeah. You do not give a shit. It's how you do your best. Is it best? You just don't. Yeah. (laughs) And you just do it and don't think about it. And then all of a sudden you get to the end. You're like, Oh wow. The minute you worry, like, and I've noticed this too, the minute you start worrying about a set is, or like, if you worry about a set too much, it'll go bad. And if you're too confident, it'll go bad. There has to be enough fear of just like, I hope this goes well, but I'm going to do my best. It like really go like the mindset's a huge thing going into like a set. 
Mm-hmm. It's also different. I mean, I, like, do you know how many shows you've been on at this point now? Probably can't count. I don't know. I've been but at, it's not. I've been asking a lot of people to be on shows. Have you? Right. <laughs> so, like, I get I get lucky in uh, probably this year, maybe like a dozen. I don't know. I feel yeah, like. yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I honestly, I'm I don't even know. I um. I used to count, but yeah. but show sets are like I, n- nothing matters in an open mic. But that used to be the first like last year. It was like you're stressing over oh a five God. minute open yeah. mic set. And now it's just you just just go and whatever, and at least for me, I, I you know I have what I want to say or yeah. something new that I want to try to work on or something old that I try to bring back to figure out now that I kind of have a better sense of sort of what I'm doing, but just that loose looseness I haven't been able to to quite bring over to uh, a show setting, which is it's just that 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 worried of like okay this has to go well. Yeah, or once like, I get that first laugh, I'm like, so like that I do an awful, awful. I use, or I, I'm gonna get rid of it, but I did an awful, awful joke to get a <laughs> chuckle. Um, yeah, I'll tell you off air. I'm not gonna say it on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you, you may have, you may have heard it. Yeah, I don't know, but um, but like the, the what? Yeah, that open mic. Yeah, uh, you have you met Chicken? Chicken. Her name's oh, her name is Megan, but I think chicken. chicken. <laughs> no. Yeah, she goes by Chicken. It's ridiculous. Um, she, does she know who who the uh, the uh, the hell is that guy's name? Crap. Oh, the the Doinkler. Does she know the Doinkler? No, she's way cooler than the Doinkler. <laughs> right. um, but uh, have you done the Doinkler show? Oh, he's actually real, or well, they're real. He's a person. Who is it? Oh, dude, well, off air again. Right. Uh, um, but she she came up to me last night at Willow. It was just like I'm I'm nervous for the set, and I'm like, for what? It's like this literally doesn't matter. And like that's what I love about being like two years in. And I'm probably loving it three, four, five the rest of the way. Is like now you realize you have this like thing. It's like a piece of clay mm-hmm. that's a joke, and you're like, maybe if I just keep working at it, that it might actually massage itself into a, a really good joke. Instead, before, it was just like, this is what I thought of today. Is there a laugh here? It's like, oh, this is funny. Let's see if I can, like, get it, a chuckle out of it. Okay, now it has legs. Now let's build it out. And, like, you could kind of just leave it. Like, I leave it in my one note, and I'll just keep coming back to it. And that's what's great about being a couple years in. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm jealous of, like, savants. Like, Rosebud Baker, you know who that is? Absolutely. Yeah. So she has a – she was on – Um, you should watch it uh, on Amazon Prime – it's called Inside Jokes or something. I'll have to send it to you. All right. But it's her her and a bunch of people going through their JFL, like oh. like uh, induction and stuff. And she was nobody. But she was five years in and got JFL. That's how good Rosebud Baker is. I know she writes for uh, – she's a big – She's crushing. Yeah. yeah. She's a writer. She's – yeah. Yeah. But, like, in, in, in five years, I'm going to be – I don't know, dude. Like I just, it's like holy still, shit. Still trying to get rid of your bad Santa candles up there. Or there something ain't like no that. way, dude. Those are gonna fly off the shelf. Dude. Yeah, sick. Those are gonna fly faster than my jokes, dude. Here's honest truth: is that because I bought a candle from you, okay, last year. Nervous, okay. I still have it. Fuck. Like it's still, it's like half like, burned. I feel like I gave you like a honeydew. I don't know what I had. Yeah. I don't know what I had, and I had, a, I had a small one. 
as well. But the problem is, is I need one of these things. I need a, you need can a lighter that, you. that uh, <laughs> no, can't get my can't get it lit any longer. Actually, the last time I think I tried lighting it was I, I lit paper like a paper towel on fire and threw Jesus. it down. Jesus, yeah, it's exactly this Cave is kind of <laughs> I dude, I'm, I just it's yeah, I'm a, I'm a absolute I'm an absolute disaster. It doesn't. <laughs> You're like I'm a I'm a set off this candle and the smoke detector at the same damn time. I took the smoke detector down. I'm why, why do you all need sorts it? of laws? Yeah. I don't know. You know if there's a fire. I mean, I sleep by the front door essentially. So. Do you have like a nice small one bedroom or? It's uh, yeah, uh, you know, bedrooms upstairs, which is just shit on the bed, and like I don't sleep there. I sleep on a couch downstairs. What sciatica or something? No, just, <laughs> just love the couch. Just love the couch. Is it a nice couch? It's a love sack couch. Yeah, yeah, it's a great couch. It's a very good couch. It's I very, want one very, of those. Very yeah. comfortable. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, I should probably take the the cases off the pillows and wash them at some point. But, nah. Do you have a love sack as well? Did you have one? Used of those? to. She took that, huh? Used. Actually, we gave that. She. We got. She had that when we first started dating, and we had that in our and when we had when we got our place, and uh, but then just we furnished it with you know adult furniture, mm-hmm. um, and I think she gave that to her sister. I don't know. So we haven't had that. I want a love. I want all love sack living. It is a, the the sofas are, bomb. I mean the sofas are mm-hmm. awesome. You can just, I just don't ever have two grand just to rip, or three grand or whatever it is. Or five. Is that what they cost? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like I, I went to Costco one time and they had like their deal, mm-hmm. which I think you got a love sack, a sectional, and uh, like with a little island thing as well that like pushes into it, all for like twenty five or three hundred or three grand, twenty five hundred three grand. I was like, that's actually a steal for how ridiculously priced this shit is. Yeah, but. Uh, my mom looks at me. and was like, "You should buy that." I'm like, "I'm not spending that much money on a couch." The best it's I ever just spent. A couch. Yeah, what I spent on a couch was I bought a pirate's couch. It was originally eighteen hundred dollars. I got it for one eighty because no one wants a pirate's couch. It was ninety percent off at Levin's Furniture. That is the biggest no-brainer purchase I've ever seen in my life. Where is that couch? It's it's dead because my buddy Meatball's body dented it with his uh, with sleeping on it every single night. It wasn't <laughs> a sofa. <laughs> if you'd sit in it, you'd just feel oh so bad. But originally, like the best one one eighty purchase, big pirate symbol in the middle uh-huh, of it. Yeah, yeah. Back in the big, I, it's funny. I I used to have a lot more pirate stuff whenever they like. I used to be way into the Pirates, mm-hmm. like way into. Oh the yeah, pirates. I mean you like baseball, so like. You well, no, like, I don't. Well, yeah. yeah at, it, at this point, I hate baseball. baseball. Baseball is boring as sport in the freaking world. Yeah, but, but soccer is better than baseball. Soccer is one hundred percent better than baseball. Curling is better than baseball. Also, Premier League's in the morning, so you can lay in bed and watch a sport. You absolutely can, and uh, you know I like some cheeky Brits. Go watch some soccer with them. Manchester um, City, my favorite team. Is that your team? Yep. I need to start going too, because so what I do for work now is I I deal with, uh, uh, I mean we're talking about like money and stuff like that. Like I'm a financial advisor. Oh yeah, well, a lot but of people. But I have zero yeah. understanding of like how to actually like what is a proper price for something or what I should, like. I don't. I don't. You were actually thinking, oh, I probably shouldn't spend that much money. I just would be like, ah, oh, whatever. Oh no, I I I like to blow money, but like, 
I'm only comfortable when my PNC uh, alerts are sending me emails that my bank account is lower than my threshold. That's the only time I'm comfortable with money. And your threshold's like 100 bucks. It is. Yeah, (laughs) it is. Uh, Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. I get... <laughs> oh, I feel that. I um, feel that um, soul. But I'm, so I, I deal with uh, UK expats that are living in the US, helping them roll over their UK pensions. Sounds cool. It is. It's actually kind of okay. Chill. It's very chill. It's very chill. It's very small company. So, like, working for it, because I had worked for big places yeah. before, working for a small company, like a small, like, there's five people in the Pittsburgh, like five people in the U.S. Every other part of the company is in the Philippines. <laughs> what? Yeah. The other. Did you ma- go live there if you wanted to? The Philippines? Yeah. And have a job? I have no idea. It's not a, not something I've necessarily considered. I mean, that's a that's a good audible though. Like if <laughs> it all else fails, you just be like I'm gonna go work in the Philippines. So the the. The, the two managing partners, so my boss, he's, he's a cool, I just learned, so I just learned last, like, this is the kind of, like, so my, my, my boss, he just told me today, uh, on the conversation, what the hell, how it even came about, but he has a butt plug, and I'm like, what? In during work? Oh, yeah. It's a mess. Huh. <laughs> Dude, it's working for a small company, there is no such thing as HR. No, yeah, it's yeah, also yeah. four dudes. Um. Uh, but it's he's just like yeah it's because you know don't you have a prostate I'm like I guess I do I don't know the other guy the other guy is was born in the Philippines but has lived all across the world pretty sick and his wife is Filipino uh, he's not Filipino but he um like the difference between the haves and have nots in the Philippines oh that's nuts my the other guy was telling me like they have he has. It's uncomfortable. Like, there's, you know, the help and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. At dinner, you ring a bell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Like, it's wild. Even the Bahamas, like, her parents have done very well for themselves uh-huh. and worked very hard. And uh, she sa- she told someone where she lived, and he, they were like, oh, behind the gates. Like, oh, you <laughs> live behind the gates. Like, it just as, it, even though it's like, you know, it, it's a nice, it's a beautiful area, but like, like I never like I lived behind a gate. No one ever like it was like a stupid like uh, up and down one. Mm-hmm. But like no one was ever like you live behind the gates as if that was like an achievement. I couldn't imagine. Like yeah, I can't imagine like third world countries and like what you have to go through. I mean I've seen it, but like living yeah. in it, yeah. Well, the the uh, you know the the people in the company that like there are uh, administrative type stuff and and. I'm not going to sit here and talk about the, the arrangement of the the firm, but like they're I don't need I don't need Norton. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. They're fucking. The, the one dude, the guy who's our <laughs> IT guy, is named Leonard. Leonard. You want to guess how it's spelled? Like hopefully, like Leonard Skinner. A hundred percent. Yes, his parents were big fans of Leonard Skinner. That is gold. Has, yeah. Good for him. I'm jealous of that dude. He's cool. But you need to pick a team. Pick a, a, a UK team, uh, Hotspur. You would be a Tottenham Hotspur fan? Tottenham Hotspur. Well, I, I don't know how they're doing right now because I don't really follow them, but uh, they just lost their big striker. He went to Germany. Um, big deal. Hmm. His name is Harry Kane. Oh, I've heard that name before. Very good. Is that big 
Scandinavian dude who's like 21 or 22 in the in the he's on, EPL. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, what's that guy's name? Erling Hallen. Yeah, 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 yeah. He uh he went to Man City, and I I cannot believe that he went there. I'm so happy because so my favorite. So I've I've been following soccer since 2012. Like I always watch the World Cups, but like English Premier League 2012 in college, I was playing FIFA, my buddy's FIFA, and I was like, I really like this like Sergio Aguero guy. Who's he to play for? They go like, oh, Manchester City. I'm like, that's who I like. I will follow them now. That's all. All that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after he left, like they won the Champions League like twice, maybe three times. Then he left, and then like other all, all the other old guard like started uh, leaving, and I got nervous. I was like, holy shit! Like, what the fuck are we gonna do? Pep Guardiola, the best coach of all time, uh, was like on the last year of his contract. He's like, I'm only gonna sign like one years now for the rest of the way, as if I'm going to leave. And then he signs Erling. And Erling scores 50 fucking goals last year in all competitions. Like, blows everyone out of the water. He, he's In the first four games, he scored seven, six or seven goals. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, we won the Champions League, we won the FA Cup, and we won the Premier League all in the same year. I really dig the fact that you just said we won. <laughs> oh, dude! I I was at a craft show, so so I've been waiting for them to win the Champions League for a deck over a yeah. decade. Like they should have won it at any point, but they would never get past the semifinal. And they got to the final. I was at a craft show, watching it on my phone. Like I was just looking at the score updates. I was like, yeah, yeah. and then I was like, if they're winning, I'll watch the last ten minutes and watch the ceremony. And I was yelling at my phone, and someone was like, "What happened? Who won?" I was like, "My soccer team just won the Champions League." And she goes, "Oh," and they like, kept walking. I was like. Oh, such a <laughs> dork. But like I am, if the Steelers lose, I don't care. I don't give a shit. If Manchester City loses, I care. That's weird. Yep. I mean, it's not weird, but it's like it's, I got chills talking about them winning the Champions League. Really? Yeah. I, I, I love like it's so hard to do that, and they won something called the treble. It's called the treble. They won three major major trophies in one year, which hasn't happened in Europe. It, since 2004, Manchester United did it. So it was like almost 20 years since someone's won three major competitions and they won their own table. The They were champions of Europe, the best soccer team in all of Europe, which is the best team right. in the world, and won their um, their regional tournament, which is like all of the English teams. So, the, like, it, dude, like, I could not believe it. Uh, yeah. I love those guys. <laughs> love it. Well, I need to go start watching uh, some soccer we should go to somewhere. Go, Piper's Pub we should apparently go to Piper's. opened again. Say, yeah. And I just I just want to go try to get Have you been down there ever? Not uh back in the day, like Dude, a beer and breakfast and good breakfast oh, like yeah. that? Amazing. Get I'd get a smoked salmon box tea. Oh my god. Their Guinness stew. That place is amazing. The um the guy who ran the ran that restaurant now uh they work they have this little place in sharpsburg that i go get okay. to on occasionally cool people yeah i yeah man i get like so emotional like it's crazy like like they do uh another cool thing with like the champions league is they would they, they're going to change next year but they would do draws so like you know, like there'd be like three different or four different tiers and like each uh, you'd be in a certain tier as a, a where you finished in your table regionally. So Man City won the the uh, Champions League and they won the Premier League. So they're an A team, and there's B team, C D C team, D team, and they would draw you, each person, and like you can get like a group of death, kind of like the World Cup, where you're yeah. like holy shit. 
and we got the easiest one this year. Where it's what all eight teams or something like that? No, no, no. but just like uh, a good example is like a Premier League team that finished fourth still goes to the Champions League because they're the best leagues. So they they take the most teams. So like while Greece gets one, yeah, they get four just because they're so far above. Yeah, but like the fourth team, it will be a B or C team in the pool. I so see. like Real Madrid or Barcelona, the best team in Spain, is going to pull fucking Tottenham Hotspurs and then right. they're like holy shit. Yeah. So we got like the 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 wor- the toughest team we have is like it's called Red Bull Lespeg. Right? <laughs> and it's a German team. Yeah. And like they're good, but like everyone's just like holy shit, they're just going to blow through this. Like we only if we win two games, out, out, we get to play six games. If we win two of them out the gate, Pep won't even start our starters. He'll just be like get out there guys, go have fun. Yeah. Cuz our second team is good as a lot of people's first team. Didn't like wasn't Man City, like they were a no, nothing team for a long time, right? And they didn't win. A, somebody spent. We got oil money now. It's bad. Yeah, and like people try to be like, oh, you, you know, how can you support this team? It's like I didn't. It's not like it's my oil money. Like <laughs> it's like I didn't. It's like I didn't choose for for them to spend a billion dollars. Like sorry that they just made a super uh, the Avengers. Yeah, like I'd be mad too if I like liked another team. But what they did was, and this is cool from a finance perspective, is they spent all of the money first. So if you look at the last 10 years, they spent like astronomically like three, four hundred million more than everyone else in the first five. And they were like, you know, in first in spending. And now they're in fifth the last five years because everyone else had to spend to catch up to them. So like it's all evening, it's evening out, evening out because all these other teams are having to like load up billions of dollars to compete. Is there a billion dollar contract in soccer yet? No, Mbappe got close, but and he turned it down. But he might get, he'll get a really crazy one. Um, Holland will get a crazy one too. Uh, but a lot of guys are making probably like, you know, probably top guys are making a half mil plus a week. It's, it, they they do it like per week. That's how they talk about. Like oh. salaries, so like they'd be like, "Oh, hey, you know, you're getting forty million dollars," but they'll say like, "You're making, or let's just say fifty-two million dollars." It's yeah. like you're getting a million a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they say it like that, which is cool to think about, because your paychecks, you know, like yeah, you know, a million dollars. Like it's wild to think. Like you're going soccer's nuts. Yeah, yeah. But even just like even just making like two million dollars a year, like if you get a biweekly paycheck, go show up to the bank with. <sighs> what is that? I don't know. Eighty thousand dollars. <laughs> so there's That's just so there's a story. Uh, speaking of like tons of money, these guys had. Uh, there's a guy named Mario Balotelli. He's an Italian soccer player. He played mm-hmm. for Man City when they won their first championship. So they they won in like the seventies, I think, and then they won again in uh, 2012. Is that the one where it was like a wild comeback? Yeah, or like I was going to ask you if you ending. wanted to watch it. After I this. didn't. Yeah, we'll watch I'll, the final five. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's it gives me chills again. Martin Tyler, commentator for soccer, he just goes, "You'll never see lo- anything like this ever again in your life." So fucking true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched it live. I was losing my shit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I couldn't believe. It. I was yeah. like, ah. But um, so where was I? Um, oh, Mario Balotelli. So he uh, he had like a million dollars on his like uh passenger seat. And he was like ripping through Manchester and like probably like, you know, a sports car that's way too expensive. Right. And Something they, deep, yeah. Yeah. He got pulled over 
and the cop came up to him and was like, hey, like, what the fuck are you doing? And why do you have a million dollars, like, on your seat? And he goes, I'm Mario Balotelli. I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> Shit you not. He de- he's, he was a, uh, one of the most eccentric uh, soccer players ever. Nutcase. Like, Antonio Brown, bad. Now he plays for uh, the second or third division in Italy. Still scoring shit tons of goals. Probably makes a good living. But, like, he played at the top of the top, and he was good. And if he could keep his shit together, he would still be there. He, he would be ending his career now. He'd be, like, 33, 34. But he, after Manchester City, he went to AC Milan, and, and that's in Italy. And then he just yeah. kind of snaked around. He went around. I think he went to, like, Galatasaray or something, which is, like, Russia. It's yeah. crazy. He's Pac-Man Jones of the... European soccer league. Yeah, it's just yeah, he just bounces around. The the coolest part about soccer too is they ha- they like the contracts are fun whereas in like when people get old, especially now with uh the Saudi stuff, I don't know if you saw that, how they're just buying a bunch of players. Not sp- with soccer. More yeah. golf. I can talk it, all it's sorts sa- of it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same the same public investment fund. Yeah, so they 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 offered Mbappe one year 800 million. He said no, because, like, it's pointless to go out there. Yeah. But, uh, like, Neymar, I don't know if you know who that guy I, is. I do. He I do. went out there. Ronaldo's out there. Like, all these big dudes are going to get are getting crazy paychecks. Uh, Neymar requested a 32-bedroom mansion, something absurd, uh, like, with catering and, like, like all of these, like, amenities. Ring a bell, somebody. And pretty over. much, yeah. And they're like, sure, whatever, whatever you want to come out here. Like they had this, like they had a drone event for him. Like he walked out, fireworks, all these lights, arena full, a drone like show, like crazy. And just to be sure, this is just a Saudi soccer league. Like, yeah, this is which like is their... dog shit. Yeah, yeah, they're all, it's awful. It's like Ronaldo, Neymar, and then like all these other good guys, but then like you know rec league players. It's crazy. I should go play soccer in Saudi Arabia. No, you you, know, you should watch is uh, Welcome to Rexham with uh, Ryan Reynolds and M- McCainy, John McCainy. Is it what? John? Joe? The dude from Always Sunny? Uh, Mac from Always Sunny? You know what I'm talking Rob. about? Rob. Rob McElhaney, yeah. Yeah. They bought a soccer team, and they, like, they, it's a little, it's produced up to, yeah, like, yeah, make yeah. you want to watch it, but, like, it follows, like, how to manage a soccer team, and it's fascinating, and it's, like, they're, like, they're like they were in the fourth or fifth division in Europe, and they just like got promoted because you can just keep getting promoted to the Premier League if you keep doing good enough and buying you know have the money to buy the players and and they got promoted and they, there's a video of them crying because they, because of how much work they have to put in like Rob bought a house there like he like lives in Scotland yeah. whatever it is now it's yeah. crazy ah we need to have more relegation things in our society maybe some comics could get relegated. <laughs> What so do you people. mean, dude? We have to get promoted first. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah. But, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, That's my no. biggest argument for college football. I can't get into it because I can't take, you know, a 65 nothing game just because a team gets – the Division two team gets money. Like, that doesn't do it for me. I'm like, make a, make a tier system, take the top 20 teams. They all play each other. Make a bowl game. Do all that. Make a second tier, third tier. Keep going down. Top three get promoted. Top three, bottom three get relegated. Alabama is always going to play Clemson once in the regular season and then once in the playoffs. That would get everybody jonesed up. 
to watch college football because you're like, holy shit, there will be a primetime game every week. And then the Division Two and Division Three teams would be like chomping at the bit because if, you, if you're like, say, Penn State, and yeah, you got relegated yeah. down to the third yeah. one. All if you do is <laughs> just do really good two years and you're back up top, like that, that's would be, a fight. I would I would watch that just to like watch Penn State have to play at like LaRoche. Right. <laughs> right, dude. <laughs> like that like would the, be... the fall is crazy like that. There's a team that there's teams that are in the Premier League that are now in so there's the championship and then there's League One. There is a team now in League One that was in the Premier League ten years ago. I could not imagine a fan of that team, like that's your home team. You go watch their games every weekend. Who, who is it? What's the team? I think it's uh, Queens Park Rangers. Maybe I think Queens Park Rangers. Isn't that's that's Scottish? Oh, the, maybe. Ran- the Rangers. I mean, they're they're like acronyms QPR. A lot of people say QPR. And they may be in the championship for all I know, but like I know that they were doing very bad. And you know you like because you'll check in, you'll see a team that gets relegated, and then you're like, oh, that sucks. And then you'll like look at the championship standings at the end of the next year, yeah. and then you'll see them at like 17th. And they have like a big stadium. No, no, dude, there's some crazy. So there's some teams like there's a team that made the Premier League this year that their field is like one level stands on each side. I forget what their team name is. It's the first time they've ever been in the Premier League, I think, or like since like 1960. And you have to walk through houses. Like they turn the houses into the entrance to the 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 uh, the field. That's awesome. It is it because it's like because like uh, Europe like it's so tight that like they had to cut it out into their town. It's That's phenomenal. Awesome. Yeah, it's like the pub is in a house and on the corner of the of the re- the stadium. All right. Yeah, I can get in. I can get in, involved in that. that yeah. That. Plus Saturday mornings like ten a.m coffee in a joint <laughs> you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. you're just like you know what my team's playing let's just vibe out like it's such a it's such a good thing yeah. <sighs> all right i just ran and you struck a nerve i love it <laughs> sorry for that sorry <laughs> everyone that you heard about my soccer at the end of the podcast uh those you know your brother and the eight others will whatever yeah i mean no one's gonna make it this far that's what i always say because like the goal of my podcast, I always say at the end of this because no one gets this far, it's like the goal of the pod is to try to not talk about stand-up as long as possible because that's all we do. I don't know I don't know anything about you outside of what you tell me, right? Mm-hmm. And you have this life. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I yeah. Uh, although I, part of me also thought, like, oh, maybe we will you know, talk about stand-up. But, uh, but it's ine- that's what I was going to say. It's inevitable. Right. So like forty, I looked over forty five minutes in, and I was like, "We're, we're going to talk about stand up." Okay, like that's fine. Last yeah, fifteen yeah. can be about the craft. Dude. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't need to talk about fucking stand up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like every podcast, even like all the like all the big ones we watch, like they'll kind of tease on it. You know, it'll be like ah, you know, and you're like, okay. I mean, no one wants to hear open micers talk about stand. Exactly. <laughs> I'd rather talk about like your. No one even wants to hear or see open micers do. <laughs> facts <laughs> so it's like cool like to at least talk about depression and like like someone who's like willing to like express themselves of like what they went through like that's dope yeah yeah, yeah. but let's wrap this bitch up yeah we got uh what what uh what time we got there Eight thirty-five. so perfect. oh hell yeah we're yeah, in the let's, cut let's go let's go tell jokes yeah man so it's been red talk thank you drew shabetta thanks sir signing off later guys